DDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. <laughs> what the hell? I'm so sorry. Hold on. Yo, it's me, Tara. The, I'm getting very distracted because the cat is here. Look, everybody. Oh, Jesus, he just fell. Francis is here, and five seconds before the show went on, he wanted to say hello. Hello. He's wearing his inner tube, as you can see, because he's been licking himself again, and he's hurting himself. So, all right, let me put him down. Get down. Come on. Come on. All right. This is Tara Devlin. We'll get it together eventually. You know, this, here he comes. Here he comes. Help me. All right, Francis. Francis, you have to sit and be good. All right. Anyway, nobody wants to see this. Or maybe they do. Maybe we should just turn it into, like, kitten love hour or two hours now. So we can all get through the, the nightmare that is unfolding. Because really, when, when it comes down to it, holy shit, he just pressed a bunch of buttons. What is this world? But uh, what, is, what, what would this world be without a kitten? You see this? what's happening? All right, Francis, enough. We meet here every Saturday evening from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern on... The RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, and then we are replayed Sunday. <laughs> oh no! Starting 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. Holy shit! Come on, Francis. Why? Why? Lay down. Holy fuck! You see, do you think uh, Tom Hartman has these problems? Does, does Stephanie Miller have these problems? I don't know. Here he comes. He's coming back. Fuck. <laughs> Please go away. I'm so sorry. Anyway, nobody wants... I mean, you come here every Saturday evening to hang out and see... You don't want to see this cat, I guess. I don't know. Let me see what's happening. Are we even being broadcast now that he's pressed on all my buttons? Um, okay. All right, guys. It looks like it's going out. Who cares, right? This is, uh, we do what we can. We've, we do what we can in this world. And, uh, part of the thing that I do is I take care of this kitten. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have looked at him. Um, all right. So, I'm trying to focus. We, we were going to have a guest today, actually. I was hoping Mike Malloy would be on, but he got bit by a bee. And... I wish him a speedy recovery. Um, so it's going to be me for two hours. And the phones will be open soon and in the second half of the show. So if anybody wants to call in, you're free to call in. And I, in the when I first started the show, I called it the therapy hour for the resistance because it was, it's real, the only reason was because it was an hour long. And uh it's really kind of my therapy, I, I think, uh, because it, I, uh, you know, we, we're in this together, and I can't do this alone, and we get together here every Saturday evening. Oh, good, he's going away in the other room. 
This is great. And uh, to commiserate, to plot the resistance, to get ourselves ourselves uh, together for the week ahead. Who would have thought? Actually, last week when we were we we were beginning to talk about the um, the fact that Trump was snatching young people and uh, separating people from the from separating children from their families at the border. Now that is just the least of what he's doing. Now you think that that's the only thing going on. You you know that while Trump is creating this chaos and this humanitarian crisis the rest of his flying monkeys are fanning out all over all over the uh, branches of government all over our civilization and society dragging it down to their level and when i was thinking about what to what to talk about today well, i mean what else is there to talk about there's there's never a shortage of things to talk about, that's for sure. Um, the, but the, uh, I was thinking that just how um, it's really no longer a red or a blue issue. Now, uh, as you watch the corporate media and I watch, you know, the different pundits and whatnot, I keep hearing them say, well, this is not a red, a red thing or a blue thing. This is not, whether you're a Republican or Democrat. And then, and then the other thing is that they qualify if something happens. Oh, well, this is a, as, uh, for example, Robert Mueller's investigation. Is it Mueller or Mueller? Um, I can't remember. But uh, so he, uh, they, they say, oh, well, he's a Republican and his uh, – a certain you know number of Republicans on his investigate investigation team. What does it matter? It really shouldn't matter. But now it uh, we are so completely divided, and just like Lincoln said, a house divided upon itself cannot stand. I really don't know how we're going to get through this unified. And frankly, a lot of times I think what is we're better off breaking up. You know, it's like a bad relationship. Enough is enough. You know, you've been to therapy. How much? And in fact, but we haven't even been to therapy. We haven't gone to therapy. That we haven't even con- honestly confronted our issues, our founding sins, the original sins of this country. We have never squarely looked ourselves in the eye. And said, you know, we're a bunch of racist ass, uh, you know, uh, documents here that that excluded um, not only women, uh, but black people. If yeah, yeah, you're, all men are created equal if you're all straight white men. But whatever, um, every step that we've taken in the direction of democracy to realize the the promises of our founding documents has been met with, uh, you know, a furious backlash up, up to and including a bloody civil war where over 500,000 Americans were laid dead on, on the battlefield because the elite wanted to keep their human property. And as far as, you know, when I say elite, I was thinking of, I didn't grab this clip. I wish I had. It just crossed my mind. The, the, the clip of 
what's his face? Um, Tucker Carlson last week talking about the elites uh, on his show. The elite. This is the goddamn heir to the Swanson fortune. He's talking about the elites. If that doesn't show the dumbasses who vote Republican that they are being played, I don't know what does. But, I mean, honestly, they're pathological, though. They really are. They don't – they refuse to see reality. And, in fact, today – as I do, because I kind of study Trumpanzees, sort of like the, like the, like Jane Goodall studied the apes. That's how I look at them. They're, I, I look at them as uh, a, a sociological experiment because it's really fascinating. And there was, because I have um, on my Instagram feed, so, you know, follow us on Instagram, follow me on Instagram, me personally, Pterodactyl is on there as Pterodactyl. And then there's also RDT Daily. But on uh, this, I have a service that kind of um, helps with my Instagram, let's say. And uh, they sometimes uh, make me follow conservatives, I guess because they're under uh, political whatever the hell it comes up as political and then it's just i end up following them i'm not following them personally this thing is following them the service is following them and uh anyway so i get sometimes i get a glimpse of uh what's going on on their feeds and they tweeted out a photo of melania trump because she went to as we probably know uh, in the show is being recorded on saturday and I'm sure you guys already know about Melania Trump showing up at this at the at, at this de- internment camp for for toddlers with uh, a jacket that says "I really don't care, do you?" Which is unbelievable to me. I couldn't believe it when I saw the headline. Frankly, when it came up on my feed, I said, "This is a joke. This has to be from the Onion. The Onion wouldn't even write something like that because they would reject it as too far fetched." Who could have imagined? And here we go. Let's play the game. Imagine Michelle Obama wearing a jacket like that to an event, to any event. Much maybe. Imagine her wearing a jacket like that to an event where not caring was on the agenda. But that wouldn't be the case because, in fact, she would never wear a jacket like that. And they, they it doesn't matter. Barack Obama wears a tan suit and it's in the news cycle and they want to bring him up on impeachment. That There's something wrong with him. He's degrading the office of the presidency. And these... These grifters, you know, wears a so and it's not it's you know what? Here's the thing. It's not just inappropriate. It's um, if she wore it on on purpose, which there is a there's kind of uh, it's kind of suspect because she's always wearing um, very expensive clothes. And then she wears a thirty eight dollar jacket that. Is here's the thing. I don't have it all clear in my head, but the a few days earlier, she they met with the king of Spain, and apparently the king of Spain and uh, the, the and his wife, or whatever, they have a an interest, a vested uh, a financial stake in the 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 uh, what is it called? Zap Zip. 
Zara. It's sort of like a they want to compete with Amazon. So it doesn't surprise me that they would uh, she's wearing this because everything about the Trump crime family is about making a buck for the Trump crime family. They don't give a shit about that's that's really what it should have said. I don't give a shit frankly at at all and because they there's never enough on this planet for them to stuff into their vacuous empty souls to to you know make them feel i guess worthy of existence because somewhere in there they know that just how horrible they are which is why they have to project their manias outwards and call out liberals for whatever whatever liberal failings we may have they uh, though the, that's their justification for being complete and utter horror shows horrible human beings and the search for the superior moral justification for being a complete dick and uh, you know and they're really searching they're searching and they're it's like a circular Sir, uh, it's well. I mean, it's like a circular circle jerk of of uh, immorality. All of them, the way that they they feed off each other with this professional victimization, and uh, they're so put upon by by liberals, j- just um, you know, challenging them a little bit to not be complete and other utter uh, horrible pieces of shit. And I'm sorry, everybody. This this uh, show is for mature audiences, especially today, because you know what? It's uh, it's enough already, enough. But so this uh, you know grifter, she's a she's a grifter herself. What do you expect? This is somebody who is a gold digger, who came to the United States as a nude model, an escort, some people say, some say, and uh, who got with Donald Trump. Of all the of all the sugar daddies she could have hooked up with, she went with him? That has to say something about her. You know, even whores have standards, right? You would think. Uh, but she doesn't have a problem, I suppose, with his lack of intelligence, his inability to give a shit about anybody but himself, his uh, his lack of honor, his lack of integrity, his, I mean, she was cheating on him with, uh, he was already, he was still married to his second wife, I think, if, whatever, was that, or was it the other one? Maybe it was all of them, obviously, it's not like he has any, uh, any uh, allegiance he's uh, to his oaths <laughs> this guy is uh you know it's all about him so they uh so anyway um melania she's we we now have to pretend that she's worthy on par with eleanor roosevelt and some of the more uh the uh more consequential first ladies if the this woman is consequential in the fact that she sucks you know she's uh show they'll the 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 entire Trump crime family will is really kind of like um an exercise in pulling off the scab on the sickness that was festering in this democratic system so that's and the Trump crime family um they are uh, they're not the they're not the sickness they are the symptom so but the fact is she's wearing this jacket um 
the, after meeting with the the uh, king of Spain and the who um, are they had they have a, a stake in this um, company that's trying to compete with Amazon. So of course she's wearing the the products of this company because that's what you do when you're a grifter, and especially when you you're not in government office for altruism. You're not there to care for the little babies. You're snatching the little babies. They, I mean, think about it. This monster is taking children from their parents who the parents who are fleeing the most horrific circumstances in their own failed states because of the the US intervention in these in these countries if we had just le- left them the f alone and uh stopped playing our imperialist games all over south america you know maybe they they we and and instead of building a wall we would uh perhaps supply some humanitarian assistance so they wouldn't have to flee gang violence and murder in the murder capital of the world and trump and his monsters are out there saying that these they're they're trying to pretend that these parents that are fleeing for the live their lives and the lives of their children that there's that they're committing some kind of uh, uh dangerous act uh, there's they're uh, they're unfit parents somehow by trying to save their children's lives and give them a better life, the, to give them a life, period. And uh, by, I mean, it's not their fault that they, that their country happens to border the, the most racist-ass pretend democracy going right now. They're going to any port in a storm. Um, so the they're not, you know, when Trump talks about MS-13 and whatnot. I mean, think about the the fact that Trump is a – excuse me. Trump is a terrorist. He is literally terrorizing the people of the country to get them to stir them up to hate um, brown people, to hate migrants, to hate the huddled masses, the the, – the tired, the poor, the yearning to breathe free, to hate these people, so he can somehow score some political points. That's what he's doing. So he's snatching their their freaking babies from them with no plan to return them they, because these people aren't human to them. That's what it is. So what what do they care? Anyway, I wanted to show. So, so Melania goes to. Oh, anyway, before I go on, so that's what the. As far as I know, I'm all over the place today. It's it's one of those days. I have to apologize. My head's up my ass. The show didn't start off great because of the cat. I'll have to kick him later. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I love him. I would never. I love that cat. In case you haven't noticed, um, but I will have a strong. Strongly worded. I will send him a strongly worded email, but uh, about interrupting the show. So, um, but he is our mascot, uh, as, as you know. If you, if any, if you, if you uh, donate to the site, everybody, that'd be great. This is a good opportunity to talk about that. If if you donate to the site, I will send you this 
grab them by the midterms window cling with Francis Jr. Jr. featured on right there on the image. And he's very triggered by Republicans, as you can see. But anyway, so the anyway, my mind is a little scrambled. Plus, it's been a long week. It really has. It's been an emotional week and an infuriating week because I have anger issues and my I have a tendency to turn my sadness into rage. And uh, so I saw Rachel Maddow break down on live television. That's the most appropriate response to what's going on. Of course it is. We should all be weeping for these children that they are that they're permanently damaging for political gain. Now, Trump's constantly talking about how, oh, they're Democrats playing politics. Everybody's playing politics. Nobody is playing politics more than Trump. Trump is a political animal. He is he cares nothing about policy. Even his his stupid trip to suck Kim Jong Un's ass. That's it was nothing but a photo op. And he he was uh, Trump was in Las Vegas today speaking, which I wanted to vomit. Why is MSNBC running this monster's speech when all he is? It's just it's this nothing but a stream of consciousness, string of lies that of they get out into the into the atmosphere, into the public consciousness as if it's true. People don't know. They think that this monster is talking to them, and, he's, and it's true that it's these. And he's saying things. There's so many lies are coming so fast, you can't debunk them quick enough. Like he's saying that oh, uh, Obama got hostages from North Korea, but he paid them for. That is a complete and utter lie that he paid that Obama paid for the hostages. It's bullshit. It's but you know they just play it. And there's nobody countering it, and then they cut away. Okay, well, we'll we'll monitor this. But do they come back and say, this is the lie? A, B, C, D, here are the lies that he just said in five fucking minutes. I told you it was going to be a mature audience's show. And anyway, but what I was saying was, I, I know I'm all over the place, but the before I begin on another thing, I just want to say, because I was... I brought up the Instagram thing, and uh, so I was on Instagram watching this uh, assholes uh, converse about uh, Melania's jacket. So after Melania does her, uh, you know, her 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 sh- her sideshow basically uh, for the dupes, she goes to this migrant baby camp, this uh, internment camp for ch- for children. And uh, she wearing this 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 jacket that says, "I don't care. I really don't care, do you?" Of course, yeah, we do care. That's the if that's you must know. Yes, we care, and that's the appropriate response. So after she goes, Trump. Um, first of all, Melania's spokesperson says, "There's oh, don't read into it. It's just a jacket." Then, of course, Twitter tweets immediately how uh, it's uh, it was a message to the fake news media. So he let me put this up. 
I really don't care, do you? Written on the back of Melania's jacket refers to the fake news media. Melania has learned how dishonest they are, and she truly no longer cares. Um, yeah, because that that's a natural leap you would make when you see a jacket like that. Uh, in context of a baby internment camp, you would just make, oh, yeah, well, that must be a, a, a must message to the fake news media. You know, one of the pillars of democracy enshrined in our Constitution that Trump, the wannabe dictator, hates. So, uh, of course, you know, he's got to always attack the, the media. But and also within the next within five minutes of Melania's spokesperson's statement, he has to contradict it. So, you know, your head's just spinning, spinning, constantly spinning in this this uh, shock and awe of chaos that never stops. But so on um, this conservative, so-called conservative Instagram feed, they, they had a jacket because uh, people were then altering the jacket and different memes that would say, I, yes, I care or whatever, you know, grab them by the pussy or whatever. And uh, so they had altered the jacket to say something about, I don't care about the fake news media, do you? And, but it just, it really irritated me as as pretty much everything else that they do irritates me because it just showed me once again how easily duped they are. How, how stupid are you to be the eager dupe of a con man? Donald Trump is a documented con man there we have long records of it so is who's wrong here did he not declare bankruptcy five times did he not um bankrupt his trust fund what did did his father not have to bail him out of his shitty casino numerous times did he not buy a building here in new york and immediately start a campaign of harassment against the people? Did he not have to pay the victims of Trump University a settlement because he scammed them? Did he not have to, let's see, what else? Uh, what are, I mean, there's, the list goes on. He's a grifter. This is a guy that had that sold non-FDA-approved vitamins, quote-unquote, called the Trump Network. So he put a bunch of shit together in a pill and put his face on it, his ugly frickin' uh, visage on it, and uh, sold it to morons who thought they would be like him because he played a successful businessman on reality TV. That's uh, really the qualification for being uh, the so-called president. Well, it is the qualification for being a so-called president. But for being a president, not so much. <sighs> My God. You know, I just realized. How do you get the bumper sticker? You have to donate $20. <laughs> That's how. Go to the RDT Daily. Go to rdtdaily.com. And you shall, you'll see a donate uh, button. And uh, that'll be that. There's, there should be another donate button on the on the uh, on the Facebook page too. Anyway, maybe if you guys can't find it, let me know because then it should be more prominent. 
But anyway, so there you go. So so Melania goes to let's just get back to this. So um, all right, all right, all right. So Melania goes to the to see these these intern these babies in prison and uh, you know the morons. They they just believe whatever Donald Trump tells them. If he if he served them a shit sandwich and called it uh, Trump steaks, they'd eat it. So they they're they're stupid. And this is a warning from history, frankly, because this, you, you're witnessing the this you're witnessing how democracies die. We are we have a front row seat. We're in the middle of it right now. And what it, what is giving me hope is the fact that people aren't uh, there's uh, there is a resistance and uh, mounting. There's always been a resistance, but the, the we'll get to it in a little bit. But I like the fact that these monsters can't go sit in a in a restaurant without being harassed, and that's the way it should be. Now, if there is a, a backlash, let's say, if the, the, how it, how it would happen would be if Trump really took true power in the sense where he started to murder journalists and whatnot and murder dissenters that that would be the next step in the the uh, road to authoritarianism I mean that's really the truth until that day hopefully that day won't come and hopefully the the day won't come because we will resist and and I wondered as I watched, Christian Christian Nielsen or whatever sit in that restaurant and the Democratic Socialists of America harass her and as they should they uh, and I wondered if something like that had happened in Germany maybe who knows things could have turned around because the the truth in Germany it's it's sort of similar because Hitler's support they it it has been i have read it described as a mile wide and an inch thin so i meaning they had a lot they were all over the place but really they didn't they they just had a lot of um vocal supporters and until they uh strong armed their way into real positions of power um, there were plenty of dissenters along the way, and unfortunately, um, you know, I mean, we're not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, a scholar of that time, but I try to learn about it. I, I, because I, you know, I have a. I have a vested interest in history. I love history. It's like. Uh, I've always, you know, it's so funny too because I love reading about history and uh, learning about history. A lot of the time of my free time, I spend watching courses on the great courses, which I really enjoy. Which that's great. It's like getting the, um, uh, you know, like a, a a Harvard level education from the the world's greatest scholars there. And I wish they would sponsor the show because I always talk about it. And but they never do. But they. Um, but anyway. But I. It, uh, and I would watch these um, documentaries or listen to these lectures on periods of history with so, a, sort, a certain sense of detachment, 
because I felt like on some level that we were safe here, that it couldn't happen here and it wouldn't happen here. But now that it is happening here, um, I watch and listen and read with a different sense of uh, alarm. And uh, But for years, we have talked about this before, We people would um, say, uh, you know, as like with Bush, with uh, with um, what do you call? I'm getting distracted because Michael, why are you writing me? Uh, Michael Miller is going to call in in the second hour and uh, call in at seven fifteen. Okay, Michael, I'm doing a show, and why I don't need I can't like answer your texts. Okay. So, um, all right. But anyway, so I would, uh, so as when I would talk to Mike Malloy and whatnot, we would all, and we would talk about George Bush and the Patriot Act and Dick Cheney and things like sending us to war based on lies with, uh, and, and then being confronted on these lies and saying things when, when, for example, when Dick Cheney, they said, well, he was confronted saying, well, uh, most people don't support this war. Dick Cheney's answer was so. And the fact that they they sent us to war based on lies, that they could do that, that they could actually get the Congress of the United States to get up there and support this phony war uh, to search for weapons of mass destruction, to send other people's children to die for this lie, to send uh, millions and millions of do- trillions of dollars into this this money pit while they cut people's lifelines here at home, that's, and we don't do anything about that, that that just goes on, that's just business as usual. Or what about when the Supreme Court stopped the vote count in Florida, and oh well, and and we go on like nothing. That okay, well that's that. I guess we uh, don't have our votes counted. Oh well, and they send the Republican Party sends their their minions down there because they're all they know about the show. They know how to manipulate the mechanisms of democracy to to basically strip democracy from us, to go stand down there, to send these people uh, to bang on the doors of the, uh, of the Florida State House as they were trying to count the votes, to intimidate, then what, like, what the hell is wrong with us? We just go on. That's business as usual. That, all those um, steps, when when the history of this whole time is finally written, that those are going to be factored into the equation that this is how we got here. Um, and having a reality TV fake billionaire um, as the standard bearer of the Republican Party is kind of fitting, to tell you the truth. Because it's, it, it's all been bullshit for years. To allow money to pour into our system unchecked and unbalanced to limit how does how it I never understood how the Supreme Court could limit let's say workers rights to form a union workers the union's right to collect dues 
I don't understand that, uh, you know, but there is a strong anti-democratic strain in this country. And, of course, they just like Erdogan and Putin call, him, call themselves president, that they're gonna, we're going to keep calling ourselves a democratic republic until we are ultimately a – we're not a democratic republic anymore – or we finally get it back, or finally actually get it, because we've never truly had it. We maybe had a glimpse, but we've never had a true. Um, we've never truly actualized the the promises of our founding documents because not everybody has had a seat at the table at the, at any time. So that's where we are, and. When you see, that's what's so uh, disturbing to see these morons. As soon as Trump tweets, he knows that when he tweets something, it doesn't matter that you know he just pulls it out of his ass. That they'll just repeat it, and they'll repeat the lies of Putin. Of you know, because the the other thing that I enjoy doing is I go on. I, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. This thing called Bot Sentinel. If you go on there. You'll see it. It breaks down the different um, fake accounts. We are under a a cyber ops assault from Putin and the anti-democratic uh, authoritarian dictators of Earth. Okay, the, we're in big trouble. the The democracies of Earth are waning and the authoritarian states are uh are waxing i suppose they're uh they're growing and we're and this has been um you know didn't happen overnight but it's it's happening now and they are gaining a foothold uh, who would have thought that they'd actually gain a, gain a foothold here in the united states but if you go on bot sentinel it shows you in real time the different fake accounts because they can uh, these algorithms I don't know how they figure it out they figure out uh, the patterns of these fake accounts and they they can out them that way but all these accounts there are all these Trump uh, accounts all these pro-Trump accounts and uh, the number one hashtag always is MAGA and let's see recent tweets Veterans for Trump, real Donald. Take care of the American citizens and legal immigrants. This is a fake account tweeting this. These are, and I get attacked by these Russian bots. I enjoy that. That means I'm doing it correctly. But let's see. A fake account tweets Were you separated from your mom by Republicans wanting to blackmail Democrats into a fucking wall? If not, it's not the same. Uh, but you see what I'm saying? When you're when you're fighting with people on Twitter, you might be fighting with one of these Russian psyops, one of these bots, Freedom Rocks. Let's say this is the official story: an Arizona home invasion allegedly orchestrated by Mexican citizens wearing tactical gear sparked fears that members of the Mexican military were involved in a wave of violent crime in the Phoenix area. According to local reports, this is coming from a bot. Isn't that fucked up? To put it mildly, 
um, that they're they they're coming in to to exploit the fissures of disunity, to stir up hatred against targeted minority groups, to keep the American people fighting amongst each other, so we will destroy democracy for them. That's what they're doing, and 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 frankly, it's pretty sad that. It's kind of um, not that hard for them to do, that they are getting away with it so easily, that we're making it so easy on them. And that that pisses me off uh, because if you're a racist, if you're a moron, if you're a Trumpanzee, then you're making it so easy for our enemies to destroy the country you supposedly love. So you're full of shit. That's it. And you're a coward. You're also a dumbass. Um, but they can't they can't seem to face the facts. So I guess, you know, we all have blind spots. But the interesting thing is that these Trumpanzees have blind spots when it comes to Trump. Don't, do you like is you don't see that? Um, yeah, he, he declared bankruptcy numerous times. Yeah, he's a liar. Yeah. Um, 17 intelligence agencies said he was compromised by the Russian ol- um, oligarchs. Yeah, there's probably a P-tape coming. Oh, my God. Please. Uh, so they they don't want to see the truth. It's just the, the complete blinders. And they'll listen to this to this Trump grifter. They'll believe what he says. This is this guy who has a casino, who who couldn't make money in a casino, who bankrupted a goddamn casino. How do you bankrupt a casino? Be how? Because you suck at business. You're a shitty businessman. You suck at it. You're a sucky deal maker. You're a shit uh, negotiator. You're a moron. You're greedy. You're sim- You're a simpleton, and everybody knows it. That's why true. Developers in New York don't want anything to do with you because you're boring. It's like being with a boring person. It's boring, you know? I'd rather be alone, you know what I mean? I'm just thinking, like, one time I had a... It wasn't a girlfriend. It was like a date, you know? A very beautiful dancer woman. But as boring and dumb as a box of rocks. I, I, this was it. It was it. I, I couldn't do it because it was, I would, it was like the cure for insomnia. You can't, you, you can't talk to somebody. You can't have a relationship with somebody who's stupid. But anyway, at least I can't. What am I doing? So, so, so Melania goes, I just wanted to play this one thing because, well, not this one thing. I got a bunch of things. But she, this is, Melania goes to see the baby internment camp, and here's a little clip. In, in working with these children, uh, ensuring that they're safe, and ultimately reunifying them with their families. How long is the, the time that, the max time that somebody spent here, that they are reunited with the family? Uh, right now we are averaging currently 42 to 45 days. Oh, okay. uh, so it's not uh, an extended uh, stay, uh, and we're always following our policies and procedures and guidelines as far as uh, reunification 
issues are uh, concerned with the children, but uh, the average length of stay currently is between 42 and 45 days. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Oh, that's great. Oh, 45 days? That's great. That's so great. It's so 45 days of kidnapping. Great. To kidnap parents and separate them? Oh, great. It's so great. You know, the fact that you had to kidnap them in the first place aside. But, you know, that's great. Where the hell does she think she is? She thinks she's touring um, the New York City public schools, which I know she would never do because they're all about destroying anything good, decent, you know, the community, because by the time they're done, they will um, just, you don't have to really ha be a Miss Cleo or have a crystal ball to um, see the future of the Republican world that, re that they want to bring about. All you have to do is read a history book. And because we, we've been here before, it's called the Dark Ages, where the rich run and own everything and everybody else knows their place. And we toil, you know, in a new kind of corporate feudalism. But you don't have any you don't have any expectations that your government can do anything for you, except when they call you for military service to go fight in some corporate war of choice. But the old. Maybe you can go get a job and uh, some different corporate feudal state will you, will shower some benefits on you. you. You'll get your health from your corporate master. You'll get your retirement maybe, a 401K if, it, if the uh, – which will suck because the stock – you know, you'll be on the roller coaster of the stock market. But, you know, uh, that's the world the Republicans are bringing about. It's the same world. You won't be able to get an education – the uh, you will get as much education as you can afford, like Mitt Romney said, meaning that education will once again be the providence of the rich, uh, just like in the world that the founders fought a revolution to escape. And uh, I mean, this is we've been here before, people. It's called the Dark Ages. You won't have uh, the church and state will be intertwined. Women will know their place. Gays will be in the closet. Straight white men are at the top of the heap. Again, uh, you know, I mean, this is, you don't have to be a Miss Cleo to see the end of the story. Of course, when you destroy anything that is the, uh, that has to do with the community, when you destroy public education, when you destroy the, uh, the, the common, uh, you know, the general welfare, the health, the wealth, the prosperity of the general wealth welfare, when you destroy unions, when you destroy, when you turn America the beautiful into a corporate toilet, that that's what they're doing. You know, you have your certain little fiefdoms. There, I mean, look at look at Russia. Look at any other country that Donald Trump admires. That's the way he wants it. He doesn't like democracy and neither do his dupes, which is the ironic thing. They love America so much, but they are incapable of functioning in a true democracy. They don't love America. They really don't. They're, they're just tribalists. They like each other. They're cowardly. 
they are fearful, which is the same thing, I guess. They are, um, they don't like brown people. It's the bottom line. You think that Donald Trump would get away with what he's doing to torture these families that are escaping horrible violence? We should be opening our arms to these people and welcoming them and giving them a path to citizenship. Because as I always say, nothing, no one appreciates freedom more than people who will sacrifice and had, had to endure sufferings to obtain it. What kind of a citizen would that be in this country? And there's studies, and, and we know how Republicans hate studies. They hate science. You know, they need, all they care about is some giant magical cloud being that hates gays or something. But if the uh, that immigrants to this country enhance the country, they add value to the country, they add color to the country, they add financial, uh, they actually create jobs, and they take less resources, and they are less apt to commit crimes because they are fearful of being stuck in the system and possibly deported. The, these are the facts. But, you know, facts don't ha factor much into the Republican worldview. They really don't. And I always say they're, uh, the Republican motto, uh, along with I know you are, but what am I, should be the beatings will continue until morale improves because they, they have this certain way that they want the world to be. And it's just not like that. I'm sorry. I am very sorry that uh, you are uncomfortable with people who have a little darker pigment that may not speak your language. I'm sorry that makes you that makes you scared and frightened, and you need a big authoritarian daddy, even even if he's not that big, even one with tiny hands, even one who's a fake billionaire who plays a billionaire on reality TV. I'm sorry that you need that big daddy to save you from the scary complex world of others who don't know their place. But those others are always going to be there. And these are the others that create the society that's colorful, that is, that is worth living in. Now, you want to live in a society with people who, who value freedom and democracy? Or you want to live with these scumbags? I'm going to play these scums right now. This, this is from MSNBC. Oh my God, I hate them. Tried to take my family into Canada illegally. I'm not going to be allowed to do anything. If I take my family into Mexico illegally, you might not ever see me again. So I think it's a very just policy, even though unfair for the family. This whole thing of emotion versus logic. Oh my God, won't someone please care for the children? Well, there's children. If I get arrested, my kids aren't going to see me for a while either. Don't bring them to the border. You won't get separated from them. What? What an ugly, ugly person. That's, I, I would rather live with the entire tent city of migrants than that one scum what about the chip? That old Skeletor who, oh, it's, uh, let's not talk about our emotions. So that's the other thing that these Republicans don't seem to understand. It's, it's all about the children, right, for them. I thought this was the party of family values. 
ripping families apart. What about the ch- the mocking, mocking people who give a shit? Yeah, I don't really care, do you? Yeah, we do care. And the fact that you don't care, it's not that he doesn't care. This This scumbag, he's just a racist. That's what it is. What about the children? And of course, here's the other. Here's the fox and uh, f- and and uh, fuckers um, who. Uh, this really just boils it down. It wasn't President Trump's idea to have everyone leave from Central and South America in June and weld up at the border. Somebody has to deal with this issue. It doesn't matter who the president is. If you don't like his policy, he's also trying open to your policy rather than just criticizing his. He's trying to send a message to the other countries. This is not the way you do it because... This is a country that has rules and laws. The port of entry would be one thing. We can bolster those laws, but we just can't let everybody in that wants to be here. And this is these are not, like it or not, these aren't our kids. Show them compassion. But it's not like he's doing this to the people of Idaho or, uh, or, um, or uh, Texas. These are people from another country, and now people are saying that they're more important than people in our country who are paying taxes and who have needs as well. Yeah. Well, he's just... Um. There it is. That's it right there. It's not like he's doing it to people of Ohio and Texas, meaning he's not doing it to white people. So no harm, no foul. These aren't people, you see, in the Republican worldview. They're not people. And they think they're being strong. That's the other thing that always gets me. Trump is always saying, we have to have strong, we have to be strong, strong but compassionate. First of all, he's not compassionate. I mean, it's sort of like George Bush and his compassionate conservatism bullshit. The, it's, it's, it's like military, intel, in, military intelligence. It's the, you know, the oxymoron. Uh, you're, or is that the, is that the proper one? Anyway, yes, uh. But it's um, what was I saying? They're uh, it's contradictory. So the other thing I wanted to play. So uh, of course, what's his face changed his tune. Jeff about um, the other thing. All right, a couple of things. Jeff Session, of course, last week was defending this from with the with the Bible passage because they were talking about it strong. Got to be strong. Got to now they now because of the backlash. Sessions is uh, contradicting himself, saying how, well, we never meant to to separate families. First of all, when he first announced how if you come to the border, you're going to be separated. Now, they're saying to present yourself legally as they close avenues of legal entry into the United States. You have a legal right. We all do. If this country turns to shit tomorrow, we all have a legal right uh, to go to Canada and request asylum as refugees. That's, we're part of that. We signed, you know, when we were a civilized nation, we signed this agreement, these, and that's what the, you know, Trump is still, they're not, um, they're not, defying it what they're doing is closing the ports of entry closing the legal uh the places that where people can legally present themselves and also limiting the requirements so you're if you now they're not they're saying that being a member of a gang will no longer be part of uh 
will no longer be considered. So they just will narrow down all the qualifications for being um, for requesting asylum, which is kind of ridiculous because this, you know, as we know, uh, Twitler and his idiots, they're all about MS-13 or whatever and uh, how how fearful and and scared they are of uh, of the gangs. But they'll that they're. They're fine that leaving somebody to die in a gang, you know, to have no choice but to join a gang. But I guess, you know, it's not their country. But everything has its consequences, as we see. Everything has a cause and effect. You meddle in a country, you turn it into a freaking failed state, then, uh, you know what? There will be consequences. So, um, you know. Just like uh, Hillary should have went to Wisconsin. <laughs> there were consequences. You know what I'm saying? And we're in them. And what, so anyway, so Sessions, they're say, changing their tune. And uh, I'll just, I'm looking at all the, I wanted to play some other thing. Let's see. The, the, uh, there's so many things that I got today. Should I play this? All right, I'll play this. This woman, Sophia Nelson, she uh, she was on AM Joy, you know, Joy Reach show this morning. It kind of bothered me, so I wanted to talk about it because there, there, she's saying there's a difference between a Republican and a Trump supporter. We should all uh, make that differentiation. Hold on. Well, first of all, I think it's important to separate Trump supporters from Republicans. And I think that's something we've been talking about, right? When you see Steve Schmidt, when you see George Will calling for leaving the party or calling for uh, the Democrats to take over, you know that there's an epic crisis for the soul of the Republican Party. But the Trumpification of the Republican Party, Joy, is what you're seeing. This is a group of Americans that are terrified by the demographic shifts in our nation. This is what the underbelly of all this is about. It's a fear of immigrants. It's a fear of people of color. It's a fear of women. It's a fear of what has never been and people that have voices now. And so this callousness and this coldness that you see is also deeply rooted in who we are as a nation going back to 1619 when we brought slaves here for the first time in August of 1619, 20 African slaves in chains, and then the process of separating slave women from their children and ripping families apart is really a part of our history, and we have to deal with that to come forward to understand the callousness that we're seeing right now. Okay. Um, yeah, I get it. We're, it this is a, a failing in the human heart somewhere, but only one party, it wasn't the Democratic Party, the, uh, tickling these racist funny bones by design to they, there was the the southern strategy was a republican initiative they purposefully courted the the racists of this country rather than tamp down on that impulse imagine the country imagine how we would be today if we had a, a leadership that valued democracy that maybe um, you know, had a different idea how to get there and uh, that valued a strong, economically vibrant, educated and engaged working class that was uh, powerful, politically powerful and had a seat at the table. But they they had a different idea how to get there. So, you know, you had the Democrats and the Republicans rather than you had one party that didn't want whole 
demographics of people to have a seat at the table and would do anything that they could in their power to tamp down on the power of the vote, the power of these people to even get an education. The to uh, But imagine what different country we would be if rather than uh, court the racists, the southern races that were abandoned when, uh, when Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act, that and instead of courting these these racists, that uh, we we made a conscious effort to tell them to sh- shut the f up, to shame them, to publicly put them in the corner, to to understand that yeah, that this is something that's always in the human heart. Hate is in the human heart for some people, I suppose. We all have to struggle with our weaknesses. And but we, as a society, should constantly strive to bring out the best in each other and not tickle racist funny bones so you could get some uh, so you could turn, uh, you know, convince dupes to vote for their own demise, to vote for their own destruction. And that's what they're doing from the beginning of this country, from the founding of this country. We've had racism. We've had these racist ass bastards dividing us and it's the oldest trick in the book divide and conquer even when they started with with the union movement they that's how they that's how they attack the union movement do you do you want to call some n-word your brother that was their rallying cry and they're still at it today and it's because it's effective and how do you become immune to it? You 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 become educated to it. You know, not not everybody's born. We're not born racists. That's something you have to be taught. That's why it's the Republicans hate public education. They don't want the to have a a public school to have a a set of standards that we that we impart to our youth uh, to the next generation. Let's say. You know what? We're in this together. We we don't leave anybody behind. Let's talk about democracy. Democracy is a very tenuous thing. You have to you have to protect it and cultivate it like a precious jewel. You and how to, and we we do this together. We do it by education. We we do it by by squashing the uh, the impulses of hate. But you know what? I don't know. I was going to say not in my lifetime. Maybe, maybe. We have to wake up. So, okay, it's uh, 7 o'clock. It's after 7. I'm going to take a break. Um, We're going to open the phone lines. I have to set up the phone. So you got to give me a couple of minutes to actually call in and whatnot and get the phone up and running if you want to call in. And if you're listening to this as a recording... Um, you could call in after and leave a message and I can listen to it. And if it's decent or even if it's not, maybe hate, if you hate me, call in too. I, I encourage you to call, um, cause I want to hear that and I want to play it on the air. I want to play all the hate mail I can get. And, uh, so, uh, the number is three, six, zero, seven, 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 six, zero, zero, seven. So we're going to take a break. It's going to be about 10 minutes. There will be music for about five minutes and then a commercial, Progressive Voices commercial. Uh, The music will be by Lauren O'Brien, who's going to be on the show 
next week, and hopefully, if all goes well, and the creek don't rise. And that's it. And we'll be back. And hopefully, uh, I know that Michael's going to call in. Michael Miller from the from Occupy Wall Street, and the also he runs the RDT Daily Facebook page. So the RDT Daily Facebook fan page. That's another thing. You guys can join the fan page. And all right, but you know enough fanfare. Let me um, play this, and I'll be back in about nine minutes or so. All right, I'll see you on the other side of the break. Just slowly raise palms to stars that drop 
conservative talk radio they suffer listening to right-wing lies alone and terrified waiting for progressive media to guide them to a future where cat food is for cats conservative talk radio, blaring right-wing propaganda into their sensitive ears, causing them a lot of pain and anxiety. You might think that I'm projecting my own feelings onto my animals. I don't think so. I'm a lesbian. I know what cats are thinking. And they've told me what you can do to help. Go to ProgressiveVoices.com and download the free PV app. To listen to the Progressive Voices Network on your smartphone or computer, 
On progressive voices shows like Bill Press, Stephanie Miller, Tom Hartman, Leslie Marshall, Mike Malloy, Ring of Fire, and more, you'll hear about the progressive policies that built the middle class, much to the delight of your animals. And because PV is nonprofit, we have more content, like Tom Hartman on the news, the Green News Report, Absurdity Today, and me, Tara Devlin. Animals love me. See, here I am kissing my sister's dog. And here's me with a bird I rescued. With the help of the nonprofit Progressive Voices Network, yes, we can restore the American dream of a decent middle-class life and a secure retirement that leaves the cat food to the cats. The Progressive Voices Network, always progressive, always on. Listen at ProgressiveVoices.com or on the free Progressive Voices app. And most importantly, tell your friends. Animals can't download the Progressive Voices app, but you can. Won't you do it for them now? This is your chance to say, I won't sit by while an animal suffers listening to right-wing bullshit that makes people stupid enough to vote Republican. Thank you. cut in there what's up i hope you know what i was trying to get the freaking phone call to work and i see somebody's on hold right now uh if you can hold on there lee i'm going to try to connect right now for some reason every time i connected i would connect i'd call into the line and it would put me on hold with music and i don't know it was it didn't seem correct to me i didn't know what the hell is going on here so let's all just hang out a second. Let me ask a question. When I, if, guy, if you guys were listening during the break, did you hear the number being called? If somebody can answer that question. Maybe not. I don't know. Did you hear? Anyway, nobody hates. No, everybody's going to be like, this show sucks. Who listens on Progressive Voices? I'm really sorry. This is how we do it. We are going to try. We just do it every week, and uh, hopefully we get better over time. And shit doesn't fuck up that much. So hold on a second. I'm going to see if I can call this goddamn number. I have to get the number first, you see? Where the fuck is the number? Hold on, talk amongst... I, let me have another video I can play. While I do this. Um, oh, I can play the Stephen Miller high school video. He sucks. Stephen Miller is... Uh, I wanted to talk about how... What a piece of shit he is. So, <laughs> let's play Stephen Miller. And, you know, because Trump says he likes to... He um, he hires only the best people, so you know. And by best, we mean worst. And this is Stephen Miller in high school. This is a video that they made about him because he's he and uh, he's a he was a racist back then. So.
much about him, but I know that he's pretty right-wing. He expresses his views in an insulting way, and that makes him look like he has no integrity. And that's really unfortunate because he could really be a great politician. Um, I first met Stephen Miller in uh, seventh grade. And when I knew him, he was a, a liberal Democrat. And uh, for the next few months of, of our friendship, he became a conservative Republican. Uh, I like to think that I had a big influence over that, although he'll probably tell you otherwise. Santa Monica High School is predominantly liberal, so with him, it kind of adds some flavor. I'm the only candidate up here who really stands out. Adds, like, some, something that we can really argue against. I will say, and I will do things that no one else in their right mind would say or do. Like, I do like that he's really good about voicing his opinions, but I don't like the way he does it. For example, last year at the elections pep rally or something, I wasn't there. But I've, I think I have a pretty accurate account of what happened, which was that he got up there, who's running for something, Speaker of the House, something like that, treasure or something. Am I the only one who is sick and tired of being told to pick up my trash? And we have plenty of janitors who are paid to do it and when I heard what he said, I was outraged because that shows such a shocking lack of respect for the people who clean our floors so that we can learn in a safe, clean environment. And that is absolutely disgusting and intolerable. Personally, I, I would have laughed at that. They're not getting paid to do that. They're getting paid to vacuum rugs, to erase chalkboards, uh -huh. to clean the toilets, to put toilet paper in, stuff like that. Our shit trash that we dropped during lunch because we're too lazy to pick it up is not their concern. They should not have to work overtime to pick it up. I, he's just joking. It's a, it's a joke. And maybe he enjoys the infamy, like some perverted power trip or something, which I think is completely disgusting. He has a lot of power at the school, but he's using it for evil purposes. He has a lot to be proud of. He's accomplished a lot. It's the way he goes about presenting himself. So he lacks integrity. He's insulting and he's disrespectful, and that is not okay. That's because most people are so uptight and they don't realize the humor in some of the things he says. I find his actions appalling and infuriating, and it's really hard for me to tolerate him. While all this is true, everything I've said about him, you know, he makes me mad, all this stuff, I do respect him as a person. I have had a few pleasant conversations with him, and I'd really like to actually get to know him better. <laughs> I'd really like to actually get to know that racist, fascist piece of shit better. Not really. Um, okay, so yeah, that was a video from... Stephen Miller in high school that I think they his high school uh, um, friends made they thought he was pretty comical because he was he stood out in his liberal high school he went to high school in Santa Monica California and I guess that's that's the way the Republicans are they will they like to be bomb throwers they really don't have much of an ideology beyond pissing off liberals for some reason they would, you know, cut their own throats to piss off a liberal. And that just goes to show you who they are in their, in their psyches. They are fundamentally unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation because if that is your driving force, that you're, you, you would rather see um, granny starve than, uh, you know, satisfy a, a liberal 
I don't understand, um, you know, how that's, uh, you know, why is that something to be commended? There is nothing strong about that. There's nothing strong about denying uh, refugees' interest in, into the country. There is nothing strong about separating children. And in that, in fact, this, uh, that's Stephen Miller's policy, which goes to show you he is, a, he is Jewish. So they, a lot of these right-wingers will say, oh, well, he can't be a Nazi. He's a, he's a Jew. There were Nazi Jews, okay? So um, there were the, it doesn't matter if, if uh, some of the, not, I mean, not ma- the majority, there was uh, something, there was a contingent in the, in the concentration camps called the Sonderkommando, who they got a certain level of power and authority to, uh, and privilege to help the other Jews into the oven. And uh, there you go. So, and I'm sure there are other stories similarly of Jews covering their own asses, but because that's the human condition. So anyway, so we have a caller. Hopefully, Lee, you're still there. I'm going to, let's, hopefully this will work. It's all a work in progress. Lee, are you there? Can you hear me? Hi. Maybe not. Hello? Hi, Tara, do you hear me? Maybe you're not there. I don't hear you, Tara. in New York City, it says. I'll put you back in the queue. Well, this sucks. Let me try something, actually. Maybe there's something wrong with Skype. Instead of, uh, maybe it's the Skype problem. Thanks for bearing with me. What a, what a day. Yeah, loopback audio with Skype. I wonder if I do this. Hello, can you hear me? All right, everybody loves silence. That's I'm doing the silence bit, and uh, I'm trying a new a new kind of show where we're completely silent. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I have to drop you, Lee. I don't know what's happening. Michael, if you want to call in, try it. Otherwise, we'll just have to move on, and we'll have to do a test during the week and see why the fuck this isn't working now. And anyway, I'm just going to keep going. So what was I going to say? I wanted to talk about, here's another reason, because I wrote this article on rdtdaily.com. Let me get it up here. And it would be great if you guys could support us. We have some writers, and um, it helps to get support because otherwise we're, you know, it's hard. Uh, unfortunately, we money is a fact of life. So 
Where is this fucking thing? Because I wrote... Th last week, there was this... This guy who... He was... Arrested for molesting a four-year-old girl. And he threatened the mother with deportation. He was a sheriff. And this is part of the reason why we, we want to bring people out of the shadows. The point is this, this, guy, this deputy sheriff was arrested in Texas for molesting a four-year-old child. And when the mother, the, the child told the mother, and the mother was, was, I don't know, confronted this person or whatever, and he was, th the mother was threatened with deportation by the sheriff if she reported it because she is undocumented. And this is part of the reason why we want to bring people out of the shadows. And when Republicans talk about sanctuary, sanctuary cities and whatnot, that's, it's really a matter of public safety. How many other children are at risk? You know, they want to put it in, in, in selfish terms. If we want to just keep it to uh, the Republican, because, you know, Republicans only see the light when something affects them directly. So wh what about your child with this predator on the loose? When, so he was arrested. So uh, the, 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 and when the sheriff took, uh, you know, a, he, he had, they had a press conference and when the sheriff took questions, he wanted to, uh, this, that, this is the sheriff who arrested the sheriff's deputy. The guy's name is, let's see here. Uh, the Dallas Morning News is reporting that Texas Sheriff's Deputy Jose Nunez was arrested for allegedly, allegedly threatening to deport an undocumented immigrant mother of a four-year-old he allegedly sexually assaulted for the past several months. And this was one of many young children. But at the press conference, Sheriff uh, Javier, Javier Salazar confirmed that the 10-year-old veteran of, de of the department used the mother's undocumented status as leverage to try to get away with his crime. And the sheriff said, this is another heartbreaking aspect of the case. The mother of this little girl is an un undocumented immigrant. The, my understanding is that the suspect utilized this to his advantage, to place the mother in fear that she would be deported if she, was re if he, if she reported him. And, you know, and he, the... Uh, the sheriff continued, now that's something in law enforcement, we've, we've been saying that for, for some time, that there's always a concern in the undocumented immigrant community. So I, I would urge anybody who may be undocumented, and if they are a victim of a crime or a witness to a crime, to please come forward. Now, look, this is the environment Republicans have created. A, an environment, they want people murdered in the streets, Frankly, what uh, when you're talking about sanctuary cities, morons, not you guys who watch the show, the morons who say, I was just walking through and I saw you and I hate you. Well, you know what? You're a moron. You're you're endangering your own life, you idiot. If only the Republicans would 
the the recipient of their abhorrent policies. No, but they have to their abhorrent policies have to infiltrate decent society when and harm decent people. Because when you're talking about a sanctuary city, you're talking about the safety of the community. You're not giving sanctuary. You're you're just not turning the police and the firefighters into an immigrant task force. This isn't the goddamn Gestapo. I know that that's what they want. You know, we're we're, we're hearing all these stories about the people boarding buses and uh, trying to go places and uh, ICE agents coming on board saying papers, please. Where the hell do we live? Among these fearful, tiny, little people. And I have to tell you, it is heartening, though, to, to see that uh, the to see that people are fighting back. That when Kristen Nielsen, this little, this Ilsa of the SS-looking bitch, she goes to a Mexican restaurant? You got nerve, honey. That's the arrogance. That's the banality of evil and the arrogance of power. You think I hate that Kristen Nielsen. I really do. I mean, I know I should be a better person. But that is she is one uh real uh she's perfect for the Trump administration. Perfect. She she fits right in, really. They all have a certain look about them. These the women especially. How could you be a Republican woman? That's another thing that I always find interesting. Well, I guess you want a little you you're looking for a patriarchal pat on the head, I suppose. Yes. And so another thing happened today that was interesting. Speaking of, it's, it's along the same lines. Um, earlier today, Sarah Huckabee Sanders apparently was upset because she was asked to leave a uh, a restaurant. <laughs> so I'm I'm very that that heartens me. I want to thank the person that asked. This uh, fake Christian, whatever her face is, the uh, googly eyes, Miss Google Eyes, to uh, I guess the googly eye. I would be googly eye too, if I had to lie consistently for a con man. L- I mean, lying for a normal man is hard enough. Lying for a con man now that is a job that must get you spinning. How do you lie for a con man? The, uh, that's how do you have the integrity? Well, you don't have integrity. You don't. I mean, that's what am I talking about? How do you have the integrity? You don't have integrity when you're lying for a con man. So Sarah Huckabee Sanders went into. I'm just looking for the article here. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked to leave the redhead and restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, an owner of the, uh, on account of the owner objecting to her work with President Trump, so-called President Trump. I mean, the magazine said president. This is from New York Magazine. Sarah Huckabee Sanders asked to leave restaurant. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked to leave a restaurant on Friday night on account of the owner objecting to her work with president, so-called President Trump. Sanders was dining at the Red Hen, a 20-seat, six, 
uh, a twenty a twenty six seat farm to table restaurant in Lexington, Virginia. Those poor chickens, man. You gotta die. Not only do these chickens, they gotta die, but then they gotta be consumed by Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I mean, to add insult to injury, they give their life for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So Sarah Huckabee Sanders can have the strength to stand up there and lie for a fascist con man, racist Putin puppet with a pension for sexual assault. The indignity. That's why I don't eat meat, people. That's part of the reason. The indignity. That poor chicken. Leave the chicken alone. No, she has to suck the chicken's life force right into her gullet. So she can get up there. She's got to take the, you know, take the strength of the chicken. The heart of a chicken. It's a lie for a con man. A con man who who uh, got less votes. Didn't even win. Who received fewer votes than his opponent. Who can't, he? and he damn, he damn can't seem to get over it. That's for sure. So, Michael, if you want to call in, you can try. And if it doesn't work, I'll have to figure out why another day. If you can hear that message, that's wonderful. Otherwise, we'll call it a day as far as the freaking phones are concerned. And, okay, so let's see. So, uh, okay. Not long after she and her party sat down, however, the owner of the restaurant arrived and asked Sanders to leave, citing Sanders' effort to represent and defend the Trump administration. The incident makes Sanders the third Trump official to face public backlash while dining out in less than a week, suggesting that the social cost of working with the president, the so-called president, may be going up following a widespread outrage over the Trump administration separating thousands of migrant children from their parents at the southern U.S. border. Sanders posted a tweet confirming the incident on Saturday morning, framing the confrontation as a matter of disrespect and intolerance. Last night I was told by the owner of the Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia, to leave because I work for POTUS, and I politely left. We'll get the—we'll keep going, Sanders. Keep going. Go to the board, you know, like back in the old days. They want to go back to the old days. In the old days, we would have taken you to the edge of the tribe and said, good luck out there in the frontier. Go, you and your Trump Zs. You know, we, you can go and go live somewhere off the fat of the land, all together in your libertarian paradise, and you pray for Jesus to return and suck you back up to heaven. Because I really wish you would rapture the hell out of here, frankly. And we and leave us uh, in civilization alone, you know. But that's what would happen. We'd go out there. They'd be out there, in there. It would be like Lord of the Flies. We'd stumble upon them. This is people. Some people would make it back alive, and there'd be tales of this freaky, freaky ass cult out there somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Better not go out there. You better just stay here in your, uh, you know, safe with the, uh, with the normal people. That's how I feel about New York. 
Her actions, this is Sanders' tweet, her actions say far more about her than about me. I always do my best to treat people. Wait, wait, wait. Her actions say far more about her than they do about me. You're goddamn right. They say more about her. They say that she is actually a patriot, that she has standards and has a limit to how much we're supposed to tolerate. You know, there is, as these Republicans like to, oh, you know, they like to remind us how we're supposed to not go by my our emotions, right? Just like that man at Trump's rally, we didn't want us to think about the children, mocking the children, the crying children. Now we got this crying grown-ass woman. There are consequences to your actions. And there are no safe spaces for the in fascism for the people who are targeted. So there should be no safe spaces for the fascists. So good. You want uh, that the fact is we should be um uh, it's heartened I am heartened by the fact that the that this bitch was kicked out of a restaurant. God help us when that stops. When people stop vilifying these monsters, they should be rightfully vilified just like from the beginning. When I remember in the beginning when this mon- this not this nightmare began when the uh what's her face Ivanka and her and her treasonous ass husband were were they went on a jet blue flight I don't know why they were on jet blue whatever uh, I guess the private jet was in the shop maybe they, you know hey maybe they're not as rich as they said they were right I mean that was the beginning now they're pretty rich because they're all over the globe like the like the beasts from Alien hitting uh. Uh, you know, as, as whoever they can up for access to the presidency, hitting them up for whatever they can get. So now I'm sure they're quite rich with Ivanka's all uh, all her different brands, all her shitty handbags and shoes, got all kinds of labels. You know, this is something that we need. This is what society needs. You know, when they dig us up, when the F, when the bl- blast finally goes off, what are we going to have? Ivanka's shoes that'll end up in some alien museum, I suppose. What? Uh, and think about it. That's what I always I I think about this all the time. Like, what have the Trumps ever done for this world? What have they done? Some shitty shoes, handbags. What else? Uh, a casino? Water? A magazine? A crappy shuttle from New Jer- from uh, New York to Washington that sucked? A, sh- a sham university and uh, shitty centerpieces that look like something of the of s- the stuff of nightmares. I don't know if you ever saw that. There was uh, Ivanka posted a picture of a centerpiece from her brand. It looked like I, I thought it was a childhood nightmare. I thought I was going to be wrapped up in, in a tree trunk and taken for a ride to hell. That's what it looked like. But I guess that's, you know, fashion to her. But her actions say far more about me than about, <laughs> say far more. No, it's a, right. It's right. It say more about her than about me. Yeah, it says that she's uh, she's she should be commended. She's like, it's sort of 
that's the Republicans of today. They remind me of the of the Germans, the good Germans who had a rally for the janitor who turned in Sophie Stahl and her brother the, the day, the night of of uh, the the um, Sophie. Sh- Sh- Ugh, I can't talk. Sophie Stahl and her brother Hans. The night they were executed, the executed for standing up to Hitler for spreading leaflets against the Hitler's military government and uh, and and Hitler himself the the German the Nazi regime that the night of their execution they the good Germans like Sarah Huckabee Sanders would be you know for a fact they would all be uh rally had a nice rally just like Trump's Nuremberg rallies today and uh welcomed the janitor who turned in the shawl brother and sister um they uh shoal is it shoal they uh he they gave him a standing ovation so that that's who that's who they are there is no doubt in my mind so it's say more about her than about me yeah of course it does it says that she's she's somebody that can sleep at night she's somebody that we should commend that we should all emulate and then the next time you go to buy a cup of coffee somewhere you should be asked to leave. And you should, you know what, maybe uh, look at yourself in the mirror. I always tr- do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully, and will continue to do so. It's not about disagreement anymore. We have crossed the line. This is about morality and immorality. This is about being a decent human being and being a Nazi. And this is about being on the right side of history or the wrong side of history or the right side of democracy or the right side of humanity. You know, the, 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 the Nazis like Stephen Miller, they like, to, they like to point out that the Statue of Liberty, that the inscription on the base of the Statue of Liberty, that's just – that's not any, any official document. It's not in our – founding documents it's it's not an official proclamation it's a gift that was given to us by the french but that is how the world used to see us and that was our greatest strength the the power of our diversity what the hell have we become if we allow these fascist anti-democratic dupes of a con man and the con man and his enablers to turn us into a tiny, cowardly nation of, of hateful bigots. You know, when we, we've always been a nation of hateful bigots, yes, of course we have. But at least we were trying to get better. At least that, that our leaders were calling us, for the most part, to be better. We were evolving I mean, where, wh- uh, wh- what will we be, where are we going to be if we allow this monster to get away with it? To get away with his, uh, his graft. If, if this doesn't end with Twitler in jail, do you think we can recover? 
Let me see. I'm looking at the the people watching. How's everybody doing? I know the show's kind of challenged today. We had the we came here. It started with the cat. It started. It's it's now the fucking calls not working. People are annoying me. Michael was tweeting me or texting me during the show. Now he's not calling in. I guess he gave up on me. I like, you know, I don't, I don't appreciate you giving up on me so quickly. You know what I mean? I'm hanging out here on a limb. We do the show. This show is really without a net. So, and it's all happening live. And it'll get better. It will. But every time we add one extra thing into the mix, of course there's going to be a problem. There'll be one thing after another. And it'll be fine. But there there were supposed to be... Uh, it was supposed to be a guest tonight. It just didn't work out. It's all right. But... So what else happened this week? As far as... Let me see. I wanted to read something here. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I'm doing the silent bit again. All right. Well, anyway, as I was saying, so Attorney Jeff, Attorney General Jeff Sessions is making it more difficult for victims of domestic violence and other crimes to receive asylum in the U.S., a move that could increase back, a backlash that the Trump administration already faces over, immigrant, over its immigration crackdown. A ruling issued by Sessions narrows the ground for asylum. Here comes Francis again. <laughs> oh, my God. Help me. This fucking show. And we'll cut off an avenue to refugee for women fleeing to the U.S. from Central America. Generally, claims by aliens pertaining to domestic violence or gang violence perpetrated by non-governmental actors will not qualify for asylum, Sessions said. And you know when he said it, he said it with glee. That's the other thing. When you, Did you guys see him describing... Because he's a liar, because uh, initially he he said that if you come to America with uh, illegally, you will be separated, and his his the gleefulness as the apostle Paul in his clear and wise command said the the giddiness like a little he reminded me of a little demon like a. Well, and he seemed almost sexually aroused when he was describing how your children might be separated, you know, by the party of family values. We might take your children. And, and you know, when they're taking these children there and they're spreading them all over the country and then they're deporting their, their parents back to wherever, uh, Honduras, these the murder co- capital of the world. Wait, hold on. That's why the kids may not 
ever see their parents again. And some of these kids are three years old, two years old, babies, infants, and they're unable to be cared for. Who Who's caring for these kids? And there's there are books and reams of studies of the permanent damage that happens to children who don't have proper care, that don't, aren't uh, emotionally cared for, aren't emotionally tended to. When you have a warehouse of babies and you can't, I know that they're saying that these babies can't be touched. That's, uh, uh, that's the recipe for what, uh, a, 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 a world of damaged individuals where we don't even know, we can't even begin to imagine the repercussions of that damage. And I probably won't be around to see it because, well, maybe I'll be old at this time. But but when the true accounting of the damage is done, well, you know Trump isn't going to be around to see it. But they'll uh, these kids are going to be suffering from the psychological damage of this event for the rest of their lives. The, the, we will see the result in alcoholism, broken families, violence. We don't even, we can't even imagine what will, the, the world that will be, that the Republicans created. And as I watch this go on, with the kids and thinking about the children because they're done the, the studies now we know that there were studies done, not even studies. It was this terrible, um, what do you call it? Uh, it wasn't a study. It was some sick experiment where they, the, these orphans, they, they, what, what was it called? It wasn't uh, a, where they didn't bond with the orphans where they wouldn't pick them up. They thought that it would be detrimental for the for their caregivers to touch the kids and uh, give them love, and they wouldn't look at the kids. And uh, the kids, where the hell is it? They, uh, what the hell? You know, they screwed these kids up for life. They turn they these kids have atta- attachment disorder, and they that there's something. Um, the human beings are are meant to be interdependent. We are. That's how Mother Nature created us. Babies will get sick if they're not held. And to have warehouses of children that aren't properly cared for. Uh, When I saw this unfolding again, I thought, here we go again. Another thing that Republicans touch that turns to shit. Everything Republicans touch gets destroyed. Everything. Because you're, you're, we're handing our perfectly decent civilization over to people that aren't qualified to what? To run a wet t-shirt contest at the Jersey Shore. They're not qualified to do that. And you know that's the case. Trump isn't qualified to run a wet t-shirt contest at the Jersey Shore because you know he would cheat. He would, he would demand 
that the that the contestants show him give him sexual favors. He would not really judge the contest fairly. He would give the the award to the one who, you know, he wanted to sleep with. Well, probably all of them, but the one that did sleep with him. He would cheat. That's why he's not qualified. He would take money off the top. He would run. I mean, he'd he'd racketeer the thing. <laughs> I just like I just wanted to say the word racketeer because it sounded good. But you know he's that's what he's so the fact that he's the freaking so-called president of the United States. How did this happen? I mean, that's why I get so despondent. And we don't so think about how and and I'm not kidding. I wish somebody would tell me what name one thing, please help me. Help me out. Point me in the right direction. If I'm misguided, I want to know. Because I'm, see, that's the difference between Republicans and Democrats. Or normal people, I mean, well, and abnormal people. Republicans, I, I consider, you know, it's Democrats and, and uh, I, mean, I mean, it's Republicans and normal people. Right? But the, the difference is if, if new information came in, we would adjust. If, it ha- if it happened that giving, uh, funneling all the wealth and power to the top actually did trickle down in an economically vibrant society, liberals, normal people would be all for that. But with Republicans, they seem to just want to ram whatever, whatever ideology they, they, they have – they just want to inflict it on society and say, well, this will do that, regardless of the fact that it doesn't. And then we all have to kind of pretend that – and they'll keep pretending, and they'll wrap their their ideology behind the veneer of some kind of legitimacy by giving it a name like they'll, – they'll call it uh, supply-side economics – or they'll say, oh, it's intelligent design. They, they give it the veneer of legitimacy when it's nothing but something they pulled out of their ass. They might as well call it a tooth fairy, fundamental, uh, you know, trickle-down mania, whatever. I don't know. But it's uh, – it's, and it will – it's not real. It, it's like the laugher curve. They make shit up. They just make it up. They say, oh um, – that's, this is why we have to prevent people from voting because there's so many people that are voting illegally. It's a lie. It all, it's all based in bullshit. So here we are again pretending that Donald Trump is the president that this and, and this is why I can't I don't understand that and I get despondent because I think that how are we ever how will we ever recover if we don't le- just face ourselves that this is fucked up <laughs> we that we made a big mistake and just because we play hail to the chief every time this con man walks through the door does not make him a president. It's 
It's gone off the rails, and we need a real reboot. It's time for all our best thinkers to get in a room and come up with a, a legitimate democracy, a legitimate form of government that cannot be taken over by con men, that, uh, that works for all, that doesn't just work for the 1%. You know, like FDR had his brain trust. It wasn't just the richest people. It was the smartest people, the academics, people who knew some shit. It was, it's not just those who figured out a way to separate dupes from their money. But that's where we are right now. So, and this country, uh, it, it, it's, we really need a slap in the face. And so just like this, this Sarah Huckabee Sanders and um, what's it, and Kristen Nielsen and the other one, I think uh, something happened to apparently Stephen Miller went somewhere and was and was confronted. Good. We uh, let's let's not start. Let's not stop there. Let's not stop with those three. Let's start. Let's keep going. But let's keep it up until we face ourselves squarely as a society as a as a government can we take that same you know that same magnifying glass and put it on the government that gave us somebody like a trump what kind of a society builds somebody up like that to the point where he he can become the most powerful person on the planet we allowed a reality TV fake billionaire to rise to the highest executive office in the land, and now we're allowing him to have control of our nuclear arsenal. This con man who is a compromised agent or a foreign dictator, we know that. You know that there are parts of our intelligence operation that that warned the Republican Party that they were propping up a traitor. But it still goes on, and he still has access to the nuclear codes. This guy shouldn't have access to a effing smartphone, Twitter, much less the ability to blow us all to kingdom come. All right, so we have a minute left. And in this minute, I will apologize... <laughs> For the show that could have been, that might have been, maybe it was a good show. It could have been a good show, but it was a shit show. It was a show of problems, cats walking in, stepping on the keyboard, people that were supposed to call that never did, people that called but couldn't get on the air, a lot of silence, a lot of stuff. That's why you listen. Every week, because you never know. Maybe it'll be a good show. Maybe it'll. Maybe there won't be a show. Maybe there won't be audio. Maybe there won't be video. Maybe there'll be. Who knows? There might be a guest. There might not be a guest. Maybe they'll. Maybe it'll go smoothly. But anyway, I want to appreciate every. I want to say I appreciate everybody for hanging out. I enjoy it, no matter what. If it sucks. We're, we're doing it together, and we're going to keep fighting no matter what. So I, I, you know what I mean? We stick together, we win, and we will win. I'll see you next week.